Welcome to Money with Alpha, where I share simple tips for how to make, save and invest money while also connecting your values with your lifestyle so you can achieve the life you really want. You will also hear interviews from real people as they share the ups and downs of their money journey. After all, we are all on a journey and what better way to learn about money than to hear what hasn't and has worked. Hi, and welcome to today's episode where I'm going to interview my mother about money and her journey and the experiences that she had. And just as a little bit of bit of background, um, my mother came to Australia when she was about seven years old um, out of uh, Europe, Austria, by way of France on a boat, because in those days, that's, that's how people traveled, um, and arrived in Townsville in northern Australia. So there's been been quite a varied journey in all of that, and um, a lot of a lot of different experiences and learnings and lessons. And money, while it was often front and center, wasn't necessarily ever something that was very well taught. So um, we're going to to delve into that a little bit today. So hi, mum. Welcome. Hello, my gorgeous <laughs> Alpha. Thank you. I know this is a bit of a unique situation, a daughter interviewing her mother on a podcast. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, and it's a, it's a bit of a new thing, podcasting, for not just for myself, but definitely for my mum. So she's been watching this journey and somewhat hesitatingly accepted my invitation to be interviewed. So thank you for being brave. Oh, thank you so much, sweetheart. <laughs> All right, so we'll, we'll get stuck into it. So we'll, we'll delve, we'll go back in time. Mm-hmm. And um, if you can tell me a little bit about your upbringing and when was your first recollection that money was a thing? <laughs> well, yes, you did. You actually um, addressed some of the, the points that I'm going to make now, but... Money was a thing since I can remember. It goes back to when we were refugees in Europe and France, as you pointed out, after World War II. My stepfather couldn't work when we lived in Paris, only my mother could. Consequently, there was never enough money. And she was always bringing up that she was the sole breadwinner and therefore had all the say as to how the money was used. Looking back, that was the start of the guilt programming. When we migrated here to Australia, as Alpha said, I was seven. I had to learn English and one of the first concepts I repeatedly heard was again, we don't have enough money. My stepfather studied again for his medical degree and again, only my mother worked. So the guilt tripping continued with amplification. At that time, I was the one sent to the local corner store. We didn't have big supermarkets and all the varieties. It was just the local corner store. And with usually the right amount of money for the purchases. On one occasion, I had to get change. It was only about one or two pennies. Now, nowadays we call cents, but in those days we had pennies. Nothing really. And so I bought myself some sweets. When I got home and my mother noticed I had bought sweets with the change, all hell broke loose and from then on, I always received the correct amount because she kept bringing up that I could not be trusted with money. So, money and I had a turbulent relationship from the start. My goodness, that's, yeah, the... (laughs) 
that the programming that happened there, and it would have happened repeatedly, because I, I, I knew my Oma, um, my mother's mother, and she, if nothing else, was brilliant at guilt and manipulation. Yeah. <laughs> so I can only imagine. All right. So um, then, what had what then followed on as your relationship with money over the years with such an introduction? Well, well. My relationship was very erratic. As I grew older and earned money, I always started out with good intentions of saving because that's what parents of friends would tell me, not my own parents, my parents of friends would tell me that I should do. But that never lasted as I didn't really know what they were talking about and the conversations didn't last. It's going to sound silly, but I never understood the process of money earning, saving, etc. I didn't really know what to do about money except spend it. The rhetoric at home was always the same. Money was hard to come by and we didn't have enough, etc, etc. But neither of my parents had ever talked to me about money. At around 20, I started going out in mixed company and I started to hear snippets about the topic of money. But because it wasn't uppermost in my mind, the bits and pieces didn't make sense. And so they were pushed away and I had much more fun attention things to to put my attention to. So then how did you learn about money? Um, Just through snippets or what what happened as you progressed? Well, I'm almost embarrassed to go into this one. The hard way. Over decades, I would get more and more into debt. I would change the house mortgage agreements so that I had more money at my disposal. I also wanted to give my daughter experiences that I didn't have from home. For example, travel, nice clothes, outing. I would use the extra money from the mortgages. My daughter had seen the disastrous money journey I experienced. When she was 14, she took on a part-time job and started her own financial journey in an intelligent and structured manner. Oh, I, I made mistakes too, don't worry. Well, we all, yes, <laughs> but remember you were 14 with absolutely no role model about money. I only guided her to the concept of saving X percent of what she earned and to never touch it, which she didn't, unwaveringly. Mm, I, was, I was like a squirrel with my acorns. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> At university, she studied about finances and would share information with me. However, I was far too much down the rabbit hole and guilt-ridden that I only ever superficially listened. It was too painful. It was when Alpha developed Money Made Simple and I read all her material that I registered what all this money stuff was all about and I became interested. I found her material so clear and easy to understand, the activities so useful and interesting to do, even at my stage of life, I then properly learnt about money and enjoyed it. The enjoyment part made the huge difference. Good. Well, life, I, I do banter on quite a lot about how this is about lifestyle. While we're talking about money, it actually isn't really about money. It's about the human condition, who we are, the insecurities we have, the fears that we have, and the mindset that surrounds all of that. 
money is then just the outer demonstration of all of those things combined. Yep. So on the on the on the sort of the one of the topics that comes up quite a lot with money is budgeting. Mm-hmm. What do, what are your thoughts around budgeting? <laughs> oh dear. I cannot emphasize enough the importance of budgeting. Budgeting is as important as breathing is to life. Budgeting should be non-negotiable. It should be introduced to children from as young as possible. Each child is different, but it must start ASAP. Although a child may not really understand the value of money, they will understand what the concept is, especially when they have to pay for something that they want and it comes out into the realm of what they need to pay, not someone, someone else is paying for it. In, we actually under, underestimate children. They pick up more than we give them credit for. They need to be included in money matters discussions so that they can eventually connect the dots. Yeah, I mean, my, my daughter at the moment, she, she gets pocket money, which she has to, to work for or do things for. Um, and I'm actually going to, to try and interview her as well. We'll see how that goes. Um, and as soon as she's had to pay for something, uh, it used to be a thing, not so much now. Now she's, she actually came up with the idea for Mother's Day this year that she wanted, she makes necklaces and she wanted to make necklaces to sell so that she could have money to go buy me a Mother's Day gift. <laughs> Now, I have to admit that made me teary because even just the idea, the, f- the fact that she came up with that idea as, an, as a concept makes me think, okay, something's working here. It's, this is great. So, yes, we need to get, we need to, get to the children. Absolutely. <laughs> and help, help stop the, the, um, the pattern that, that has grown over many years. So if you could go back in time and then tell your younger self something about money, seeing as we've been talking about young people, um, what would it be and why? Oh. I would tell myself that money is a useful tool for life, just as food is for our body. Money should be openly and frequently discussed in front of a child, not in scarcity, fearful, negative ways, but in a way that makes it a happy topic in which they can already succeed to varying degrees and reap those benefits, depending on how much the family is able to allocate to the child. However, never in words or tonality that emphasise richness or poverty or comparisons between people. Yeah, comparisons are like the death knell of life because, I mean, we see that a lot in social media. Mm. Oh, someone's life is so wonderful and mine is not. So you end up feeling awful when you get a snippet of that person's life, like a literal snippet. And I, I had this, I was going through my phone the other day trying to clear out photos and videos because I was running out of space. And I found these two photos of my daughter when she was a baby. In one photo, she's got this like happy, toothless smile. And then literally the next photo, which happened seconds later, it was like full on screaming. And I thought, that's just life. <laughs> you can capture it in a moment, yeah. but that moment is fleeting. So comparisons are yeah never never make comparisons you can use things as a as a way to go oh i'd like to be or um you know have more of a an ex- life experience similar to that and use it as something to strive towards but it has to be in a toward not an away from mentality yeah 
which then leads me on to my, my next question. And I know mindset is something that's been a, a big part of your life, yes. um, having worked in, in as, a, as a school teacher and then as a personal coach and, and um, NLP practitioner, and then mindset's been a big part of that. Yes. So what are, what are your thoughts on the concept of money and mindset? Oh, yes. Money mindset is as important as knowing what you stand for, what your values are. Without both, you flounder when life throws you curveballs. <coughs> Excuse me. And you need to make financial decisions. A well-established money mindset based on solid financial principles that keep up with, ev- with the rapidly ever-changing financial information is essential for a peaceful financial journey. Irrespective of the current situation where you live, and the overall financial situation on the planet. Yeah, no, it's it um, definitely all starts with us and we are controlled by our mind or we control our minds. That's, they're actually quite a big distinction, which I'm not going to go too much right now, but um, thank you. So one last question. Uh, what has been your greatest money success? So we'll focus on, mm-hmm. on, the, mm-hmm. on the positive here and the success. Oh, I love to say this. <laughs> My greatest money success is my adherence to the tools and strategies of your money made simple. I didn't, I didn't set that answer up, by the way. No, no, she, she <laughs> didn't. But I'm glad she asked that question because it gives me a chance to say it. This has enabled me to live with financial peace of mind. A further success is my interest in following financial trends and reading about money matters that she sends me which I would previously have avoided. I literally was just yesterday saying that I don't think I've ever met anyone so great at procrastination. (laughs) So I'm very happy to see that you found money a bit more interesting than you used to and you take action on it now, which is is amazing. Thanks to you. The ultimate success, and this I cannot stress enough, is that I can lead the life that I want on my terms. And now I'm a very senior citizen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And taking control back of of your life is is amazing. And the journey you've been on, which I've watched for over 40 years, has has been inspiring. So thank you very much, Mum. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. And thanks, everyone, for listening. And, um, yeah, enjoy the rest of your day. 